if you want to get serious about what you want to do for other people, they're going to have to listen to your voice and see your face. People are magnified to you because you already have what it is that people need. Hi, I'm Brooke Raybould. I'm a high achieving mama with a Georgetown MBA who said no to the corporate world and yes to herself. Trained by two of the top business schools in the country, I fell in love with entrepreneurship and embarked on the biggest startup of my life, my family. Drowning in diapers and laundry, I bootstrapped my way to building a six-figure online business where I was paid to be myself. And now I'm on a mission to help women ditch the mom memes and build the life they were created for. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom looking to optimize your routines and carve out a little something for yourself, or the savvy woman wanting to do it all, I will break down the systems and strategies that help busy moms get big results. Step on into my stay-at-home office and welcome to the At Home Startup Podcast. So today's episode on the At Home Startup Podcast is going to be a little bit different. I have an Instagram follower. Her name is Melissa, and I relate to her so much. She sends me messages, and I feel like she gets me. Sometimes I'm like, am I unique in the way that like I want to squeeze certain things out of life, or I have these big dreams and aspirations, and I want to set my life up in a way so that I can pursue the things that are so meaningful to me. And Melissa echoes my thoughts on the matter. She echoes my approach to life. And when I chat with her on messages, I can feel this. She listens to the podcast and I thought, why not have her as a guest on the podcast? She's at a point in her life where she is a mom to three busy boys and she uh, has big dreams for herself. She is into fitness and working out as is her husband and they are just go-getters. But I know that she is at this crossroads and she wants to hear what I have to say about her next steps and in any capacity that I can step up and help her get to that next step that she's hoping for with her life. So welcome, Melissa, to the At Home Startup Podcast. So tell me about your story. Like, I just want to know, like, back end, like, what, like, makes you, you? So uh, my husband will say what makes me me is that I'm like a Disney princess. Just very sweet, innocent, chase and hug the animals and everything. And I kind of just thought that's something that people should do, see the best in everyone. And I realized, like, that's really not how people look at life. And I tend to just naturally be positive and optimistic. And I've realized that that's just a truth to who I am. You know, of course, my husband and I were both really into fitness and taking care of ourselves. I've, you know, competed in different things, athlete through college. But the biggest thing for me is, and and where I'm at and what it, where it all started was my image of being a mom. I knew I always wanted to be a wife and a mom. And not that that's all I needed to be, but I knew it was a big part of it and I couldn't explain it. And when I got pregnant with my first son, I remember thinking like, cool, I'm going to have cool cravings. I'm just going to gain weight, whatever, like no big deal. And we watched the movie, What to Expect When You're Expecting. And I remember seeing Brooklyn Decker pregnant with twins in heels, in a bikini, like whatever that was. And I was like, I choose that. Like it was in that moment that I chose to identify with that beautiful main character and said, like, 
I don't need to believe that it's sit on your butt, don't do anything, eat what you want, you get fat, it's uncomfortable. Like all the things that I had been told growing up about what pregnancy is. And I'm like, none of that is me. And in that moment, it all shifted. And that's what started my trajectory of how can I inspire women? Because it's like, where were we told those beliefs that we just accept? We can move forward from a better spot. I stand with you. And I think, I don't want to say sadly, because I'm optimistic. I think that more people, more women in general, like have it in them, but they make the choice to accept what it is that they've decided to define as their life or as the norm or, and I'm all about like pushing the norm, right? Like, or creating, not even pushing the norm, but creating it like how I want to be. And I'll just say like, I'm with you on like mindset stuff. I bought into the idea of like the pregnancy stuff. And my first pregnancy, I gained 60 pounds, 60 pounds. I had that mindset in my head. I was like, you know, this happens and I didn't exercise. I kind of like let my, like, I was like, I'll just kind of eat what I want. Like ended up gaining 60 pounds. And then yeah, second and third, I was like, there's no way I'm going to, you know, have that be my reality again. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just a, you know, difference in what you're, I think like you've decided, right? So clearly you have the mindset. Clearly you have done things in your life that have proven you have it together. Is it you're looking for that entrepreneurial side of you? Like what part of right now are you like kind of massaging? Cause I'm there too with certain things where I'm like, I got to figure this out. Like I got to figure this out. Like what is that thing for you? So to be fully transparent, like this morning, it was so fun for me. And because I knew I set aside the time, like it was so fun to like plan my outfit and get ready and and do all the things like I'm wearing heels, even though you can't see them. But you know, this isn't my everyday because every day I I work from home, I have three boys under five. So they're four and a half, almost three this weekend, and 15 months. So for me, it's like, two of them are in daycare. I work a full-time job and the 15-month-old is home with me every day. So it's like, I'm a working mom and I'm a stay-at-home mom and I need to do things for myself and I want to inspire the world. So it's like, I get stuck in, there's not enough time in the day and I'll create content and then I don't do anything with it. And I'll, you know, these pockets and it's like, oh my gosh, I need to be intentional, but how do I figure out what steps to take and how to consistently take those little steps to push through and move forward to have that progress of, you know, launching successful products and having that business that is changing the world. I fully understand. And I just want to say that I feel that too regularly. I think maybe people see me on social media and they're like, she has 500 extra hours in the day. And, uh, And especially lately, like if you look back at my social media page, like I haven't posted something in a week. I sat down with Ryan last night and it was a yesterday was a little bit of a harder day. I like messed up school pickup. I skipped the kids' naps. Like I didn't have dinner organized, which I put pressure on myself to do. I didn't. But I think the thing about you and I is that we are relentless in our pursuit towards greatness. 
even if we had the bad day or the bad moment, it's like the next day we're going to like get up and fine tune something to make it just a little bit better. And when I think of like my life success, it's not because like all of these moments have been made and I say success and I still have set another bar for myself and it feels like I'm resetting. Right. And I know you're like that too. I think you and I, we set bars for ourselves that are, you know, you're doing everything right now, first and foremost, as am I. But sometimes what I learned with my Instagram, you already have the persistence. You already have the curiosity. You already have the grit. You already have the mindset. You already have the determination. So it's only a matter of time. And I think it's just fine-tuning something. Like when I think back on my Instagram, it's not because I did anything better than anyone else. And I'm still presented challenges today now that are new challenges, but for the time when it kind of flickered and what I'm thinking about now is like, it was just the recipe that I used. I like finally figured out that recipe that worked for me. And so even if you have, cause I look at that, I'm like, it's not like somebody else. It's just like, I feel like a recipe shift that like, you're, it could be one little thing. And I think back on me, I was doing photos like everybody else was. And then I saw it's like, and I, I love this too, because I love when I get your messages and like looking to other people to see like what they're doing. I do that often. I'm like, what is she doing? Because that inspires me and she's doing something right. And I think we need more of that, you know, and I had shared that reel the other day on like negativity. What I hate is when we're connecting on the basis of the things that we don't want to have in our lives. Whereas I think you and I are trying to connect on the basis of what we do want to have in our lives. And so I think it's just only a matter of time, honestly, and fine tuning that recipe and how you present that to the world. So I'm not sure what it is that you want to do. Like if you want maybe a platform, which you can share, which I am like, I look at you and I'm like, she needs a platform. Like she needs to share, like get that message out into the world. And so when I was in that position, it was just me looking at what other people were doing and saying, oh, this mom is doing the letter boards. And like, that's like blowing up. What is preventing me from doing that too? And that was that little shift in, you know, we do that with successful people is like, you look at someone, you're like, okay, can I take the structure of what it is they're doing and put my own spin on it? You know, like, can I take the same business model and show that to the world? And also when I simplified like the process, I, I tend to like complicate things and make it into this gargantuan thing that I have to figure out. And even right now with the changes and video content on Instagram, I'm like, I have to like do all this stuff. And looking back on the shift in the letter boards, when I almost simplified it, and like it doesn't have to be complicated. And if it feels so complicated, you're probably not doing it right because you can't sustain that. You're reinventing the wheel. <laughs> yeah. So, and I feel like these are things that I don't have to tell you. I just want you to know that like, I feel the same way often. And it's just like, I have to re 
align, reassess. Like as moms, it's, you know, that's what we have to do. And again, I think you and I are on, I say this with full confidence. It's like, we're on the good side of the coin because there, I was sitting down with a friend the other day and we were kind of relating and we both agreed. We're like, there is nothing that life could throw my way that I wouldn't be able to sit there and be like, I'm going to like figure this out. And I think that is a spirit that always ends up with goodness and abundance in your life. So that's the first thing, like anything that you're worried about. And I need to remind myself of it too. I think we're just probably achievers. And so we set that bar so high. And then it's almost easy to be like, well, what am I even doing? And other people are looking at you being like, she has it all. Like we have this eagerness to spread like messages into the world because we want everyone to experience the kind of feeling that we have. And you probably just want people to experience success in the way that you have it. Yeah. I will say since, you know, I've really started following you and like listening to the podcast that you've launched, everything that I was talking to my husband about, he is phenomenal and he is like disciplined and dedicated and has his own platform that he shares with people. That's amazing and inspiring. But in talking with him, like you actually helped spark for me what I'm putting together and starting is a website, Confident Mama. And that's where I want to put my pregnancy programs. And I created a workout guide for, you know, nine months of pregnancy and how to stay active so that you can choose that reality. Like I talked about in the beginning, like choosing what you want for yourself and not the beliefs that you were told. And then I know you've made some comments in your stories about the sleep training, And I've done that with my three boys and the way that I implemented it and approached it, I actually created my own version to simplify it and get it to people because the people that do want it, I think it is so supportive as we've experienced with our babies. Like sometimes that's what you need for me. That's what I need. But I wanted to share that with you, like your podcast and your posts and what you've kind of the platform that you've taken has helped kind of shape where I can see myself doing these things and getting those messages out there for women and, you know, to own their confidence and to find, you know, their truths and not, you know, the beliefs that they were told. Absolutely. And it sounds like you fully are doing that, which is great. And now your full-time job and the job you have now, the, you know, entrepreneurial endeavor, are those the same or those are different? Different. Those are different. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the job you have now is fulfilling It it is. I have a very unique circumstance. I'm a project manager for a small company, but I'm working with one of my best friends from high school. And the company itself is just filled with great people who have kids and families and very understanding and relatable. So while my passion isn't in being a project manager of a telecommunications world, I'm very grateful that most of my work meetings, I'm talking with one of my best friends. We do have that flexibility. And it's so in a way, like it's definitely fulfilling just on a different level. Absolutely. And so the programs that you've launched, have you launched them to date? No. Okay. So those are just things that are in the works. And as you're sharing these messages on primarily, like what is your methodology of sharing? Is it blog? Is it video? Is it written audio? What do you see for yourself? 
So what I would like to do is, and inspired again by by you in this, is I have five people in mind who I want to do little interviews with and their personal uh, friends and moms that I know who have each found a different level of success. And getting those insights on, you know, their view of motherhood and how that's allowed them to grow and succeed, whether it's in their businesses and in ways that, you know, they created since becoming a mom and having that additional aspect of inspirational content out there that would be on the website and then flowing it in through, I would see Instagram right now. It's mostly like my mom stuff and fitness stuff. Um, but of course, I want to work into actually sharing what I've created with the pregnancy programs and sleep training. So I feel like what I see for you is I'm, I know you have your phone set up and you look like a gem. I'm like, you just need to put the phone on you like you are now and do little bits. And I'm taking this advice for myself too, which has been scary on Instagram because I'm like a photo girl. And I'm like therapeutically think and write through my stuff. And then they change it to video content. And I had to like keep up with the trends. And that was the thing. And I started to hate what I was putting on Instagram. Because I'm like, this is like, sometimes I'd be like, okay, this is kind of fun. And then other times I'd be like, this is so miserable. But I'm looking at you. And I think you just need to put the phone on you like this. And do little like pops of talking because you're you're magnetic in your personality. And if that's something that you want to grow, you 1 million percent down payment today, like you <laughs> you could do that. Um but I understand, I think where I got frustrated initially is I, you know, I'm just relentlessly optimistic and um when I was working at Instagram, I'm like, why like is none of this like hitting. And again, I think it's just a tweak in the delivery. You know, I'm looking at some of the people that are growing with their video content on Instagram and the same thing for the most part, they have like that recipe down. And honestly, what I'm dealing with now is like the, I've got to like figure out my recipe because I'm like the content is there. So I too feel like I'm starting it it's square one. And I think it as busy moms, once again, it just has to be like doable. And it's like, if you have a full-time job, you have three busy children, you know, you've got a life to live. You clearly prioritize your health and wellness. And all of a sudden you're like, how do I fit this into my day is not an easy question sometimes, you know, and systems too. And I'm sure that you have this, but it's like manageable systems. And you know this already, like I don't have to say this, but that's, I'm like, I need to get back to that recipe. Like what is like, we do that I'm sure with your like fitness routine. Personally, like I don't really even change it up. Like the structure is the same. I just plug myself in and I got my recipe for success. I think the same thing with any other like entrepreneurial endeavor. Of course, there's going to be times of like grinding. Like when I launched the Disney guide or the gift guide, I was like grinding. But for the most part, like when I found that success is just like that plug and chug recipe, especially with content creation. But you have to like fine tune it and figure it out. Like what, what is resonating and not redoing the wheel every single day. That's what I personally feel like I'm doing right now. And it's exhausting. 
you'll burn out. It's like create a new workout plan every day. Can you imagine? You would never work out. I wouldn't. I literally have my 20 minute run. You probably know what you're doing. So I think the same thing with content is like, okay, what are other people doing that are successful? Who's doing what I want to be doing and doing it well? Which if I could say I'm at a crossroads for sure, because I'm like, what's my recipe again? For so long, the letter boards were such a perfect methodology for me, especially time-wise, because it was conducive to my family life. Right now, what I'm running into with the video content is the way that Instagram expects you to do it. I can't spend my time like looking up trending on like they're manipulating me and I don't like to be manipulated. You know, same thing in anything with fitness or where they're like, you have to do it this way. No, I have to do it in a way that works for me and my family. And I'm going to be firm on that boundary. And I'm still trying to figure that out right now. So I don't want you to think that like you're alone. Like I'm restarting because that's life. Like Instagram algorithm is like the perfect microcosm for life. They threw another curveball, And now here I am being like, okay, now you and I have the grit and determination to just fine tune the recipe. What is going to give us the most efficient results? Because we are busy moms and sitting with that, but not making it hard. Like I'm all about like steal my recipe, you know, like don't steal my exact content because you are you, you know, and you've got your own thoughts or whatever. But when I was working with a friend of mine who I still chat with today, she's in a fitness, like totally has it all. I was like, steal the letterboard idea, you know, for a while. Now I'm like, I'm not so sure that would probably grow a page to a million people, but that's, you know, it's like, okay, who's doing it well. You know, I look at people now in the personal growth space and a lot of it's just having the confidence to do it. You know, I think video content has pushed people. Now you could do the photos and now it's like, okay, if you want to get serious about what you want to do for other people, they're going to have to listen to your voice and see your face. People are magnified to you because you already have what it is that people need, you know? I do. And another thing that I love about you is when on the other podcast episodes or things that you share, all the books that you end up saying like, oh, I've read this I've read that, and what you kind of just shared reminds me of like Brendan Burchard and his motivation manifesto and the, the story and your message. Um, I think back to that a lot. I had gone to a couple of his seminars and like before, you know, he posts like he does now. And it's just like, I always try to remind myself like, okay, I have this vision for a reason it's within me for a reason. And now it's, you know, putting those pieces together and putting it out there and taking that step forward so that other people can see where I'm at, but also how I got here. If someone approached you and said, if you implement this system every morning, I will guarantee that you will have an amazing day. Would you do it? I'm sure in your head, you're probably thinking, well, it depends. But what if it was something that was doable? What if it was something that was manageable and it would ensure an entirely different outcome for the state of your life, a positive outcome, a controlled outcome, a relaxed outcome, an empowered outcome? So as many of you know, I struggled with postpartum depression after my second son was born. And to be honest, my life as a mom, as a person, 
felt like it was spiraling out of control. I ended up in the emergency room and I questioned whether or not I would get out or not. And at that moment, I promised myself that if I did, I would do things differently. And what came as a result of that promise to myself is a morning routine that I call control variables. Control variables is a five-step program that includes tasks that you need to complete in a condensed period of time. I have created an outline, a PDF download that goes through the entire system and how to implement it in your life that promises, if not guarantees, a better outcome for your day. James Clear, author of Atomic Habits says, you do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Your goal is your desired outcome. Your system is the collection of daily habits that will get you there. My control variables download is the system and the daily habits that have gotten me to the state in which I'm living today. And I'm so proud of the state of my life. So I encourage you to check it out. The download is $25. I have a $5 discount when you use the code CV discount. So check in the show notes tap the link and you will get the control variables PDF download straight to your email. I think it's just the recipe. If it's in you, yeah, you'll, you'll figure it out. I know it's easy to be like, Oh, like she has it figured out. And I think that people do figure it out, but as life would have it, then there could be something where you have to figure it out again. Kind of like being a mom. I feel like anything entrepreneurial life oriented is like being a mom. And I think you have the mindset and all of that to kind of push through to do whatever it is that you want to do. But I know it's hard. Like there are definitely those times where you're like, I just want to make sure this is like what I'm supposed to be doing. And you and I are like so badly, like, I just want it to be the thing. Right. And sometimes that's hard work that people don't give maybe people you and I enough credit for because you know, we're so passion-filled and purpose-filled that sometimes I feel like people don't like understand or something where I'm like, I would give it all up just to make sure that I'm, you know, but that's also, I think the people that ultimately figure it out because that, I don't know, tenacity and faith to getting it right is, is there and you have it. And I keep going back to this. I'm like, I feel like you're helping me. (laughs) Is there anything else I can help you with? I'm like, I, you have it. I think it's just fine tuning. And that's advice for me too. That's what I'm working on now. It's really, and asking myself, is this what you want? Like being clear on that, because sometimes we think we want something and like, we have to really understand that that is what we want. And maybe if it's not, is that what's holding you back? You know, you could be saying, yes, like I already know this is what I want. But in those moments, like it's, it can be hard sometimes when you're having to burn the candle at both ends. So I'm with you like right now where I'm like, okay, something's got to give where I feel like I'm coasting again because we can get there. And you have to like get out of your head too sometimes. I don't know if you do this, but sometimes I just have to press the pause button on like what it is you're doing. Like you're still grinding, but it's like almost a like strategic pause because you need that mental clarity that you have that freshness 
to come back and see it through a different lens so that it can give you that edge maybe above somebody else who's doing it without that edge. We're like, we need our babysitter to come over on a Saturday morning just so that we can drink coffee, read our Bibles, and then maybe organize the garage. Our boys are at that age where we can't do anything. They can't do anything unsupervised. It's constant. You know, like, oh, let's hire a babysitter and organize the garage. (laughs) Okay. We literally had this conversation last night. I feel like you were at my house. I was like, the garage needs to be organized because my mind cannot operate with the car in my car. I'm like, my car is a disaster. And these things matter to me. They do because they're a full-on reflection of, and I know people listening might be like, that is so meticulous. But I think it's like the Marie Kondo approach to like, we have to take care of these things and we don't know how big of an impact they're having on our psyche that it's like, we just need to clear it out. Like we need, we need a change. This is also a weird sentiment, which is never a solution for anything. But we've also been a family that moves every two years. And in some ways, like that's like a fresh reset for my brain. And now we've been in Virginia for two years and I'm like, got that like little bit of an itch, which is so, I think it's a lesson right now to be like, you are where you're at and you're, you know, you're, you're planted here. You don't need to move to have a successful, you know, bend in any direction. And that can be uncomfortable. Our is our gym and like my gym, I train from home and we have a ton of wonderful equipment in there that I love, but it's also become our place of storage. And so my ability to use everything that we have keeps getting smaller and smaller. And that's where I'm like, no, this is my space for my me time. Like I need it to work. I gotta be able to use it. And it's kind of like you said, like it, it starts to affect you daily if it's not being utilized or showing up for your life as the benefit that it should. Absolutely. It's just those things that encroach upon our time that we're not organizing or creating boundaries for, and they can quickly start to impact the way that we're operating, even when we don't even know that it's happening. Absolutely. What else can I do? Do you have any just like random questions? I feel like I've really started to work through this in the last couple of weeks, but do you ever feel with Instagram and everything like that you're intimidating to people? I feel like for me personally, a lot of people have said like, you know, just that I'm intimidating, whether it's, you know, how I look physically, like from being in shape or running around chasing three kids. And it's like, I've at one point I was dumbing myself down, which doesn't work. Um, I'm not going to inspire anyone by trying to, you know, diminish what makes me me, you know, it was like, how do I not be overbearing? How do I, or, or is it just the right people are going to find you? You don't want to turn anyone off, but at the same point, you have to be you. Absolutely. I know that I think about that often with Instagram, especially when your audience grows, because then you are trying to maintain the follower count. This is an example. I am not happy that way because you are just then playing a part for an outcome. And I don't think we're meant to live that way at all. I think absolutely there's a level of empathy for people that, you know, are kind of like, how did you get to that point? And for you and I, when maybe 
we've figured out those recipes, it, it is hard to like go back to be able to relate. There's definitely room for that to be because sometimes it's like, well, you just kind of do it. But I think that's the bigger thing is like the reason why you've been able to figure out these things in your life is because you've stayed true to yourself and followed the things that make your life so purposeful that you then structure your day in a way to like have everything like manifest itself the way that it should. So I think that you have to carry that into your strategy. And for sure, like you probably saw the reel I shared the other day that the internet freaked out over. And I understand because I think for the last, you know, because there's a part of my personality even still that maybe you've gathered on the podcast that I don't share on Instagram because I'm still navigating those waters. But let me tell you, then you attract the people onto your platform that don't resonate with you and they create way more problems than they do solutions and they don't even align with you at all. So while I was just thought I was putting out a piece of content where a person like you or, you know, then I get this backlash. And to me, it was a lesson like you haven't been clear on your messaging and it's good. Like in my head, I'm like, I want people to see. So there's definitely a bridge that needs to be crossed. But then, you know what? You know, I love Brendan Bouchard too. He said the other day, and this sat well with me because I had a really hard time after I shared that reel. I was like, was that me? Like, you know, I hate to make people feel like I don't understand and empathize. And something he said was like, you can't, like some people aren't built like you and I. They're not. They don't want to change. They would rather complain. They want to consume the negative mom content because for some reason it, I don't know what it does to them. I don't know what, because if I did that, I feel like I would have to be seeing a therapist like every day if that started to infiltrate. I don't know. But he said that he's like, you can't help everybody. And so think of the people you can help are the people that are willing and the people that are strong enough to look at you and be like, she like, that's why even on like my podcast intro, I have a team member and she's like, whoa, like that was a little too like self-promoting confident. And sometimes I listen to it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I'm so, but you know what? I want to attract the woman that is not afraid of that. And instead she listens to that and she goes, that is cool. It gets me thinking about like, what would mine be? What am I going to do? Like when confidentmama.com is live with what I've got and I've got my interviews up there and the programs and I listen to your podcast and I think like that. And when you ask questions, I'm like answering them in my head. Like, all right, let's go. Yes. And I did that with a podcaster. I got to listen. Her name is Jenna Kutcher. And same with her intro. It fired me up. I wasn't scared. I didn't go, oh, look at her. How cocky. You know, I was like, tell me how. Tell me how you did it. Because I will listen to every single one of these episodes. and. Mark my words, you'll be on my podcast one day. Like Jenna Kutcher, well, you know what I mean? Uh, like that is you and that is me. Of course, like there shouldn't be a level of like, I'm better than you. But like, that's not how we're built because look at you and I, we're trying to create things where we can show people like how we've done certain things. 
same with, you know, I'm talking about Jenna Kutcher. She has clearly built a successful number one marketing podcast in the podcast world. So she's clearly done something right. And so I don't want her to bow down to anything. Like I want her to be straight to the punch. Give me the numbers. Give me the things. I'll listen. And so I think there's a tendency for us to do that. And even after I shared that reel, I was like, oh, I got to tone it down. Like, or do I have some more explaining to do? Like, or do I have to like tone it up (laughs) and attract the women that go, "Uh, heck yes. Like I get you. Like I get that. Like, again, it's a balance because I don't want to be this person that has like no idea because I do. So do you. I don't think it'll ever come across and the right people will come. But I get it. I feel like that. But you know what? And the team member, she's like, should we change that? Your intro. And I was like, first, I was like, you're right. Like, we got to change it. And then I was like, no, if people can't handle it, I don't want them to listen because then I'll have to tone myself down to make them feel comfortable. Maybe they want to go listen to the other mom's podcast where she's not talking about constructive things or she says it in a different way. But if I'm having to cater to every single person, I know that I'm going to be unhappy. So even if people get mad, but it's hard because I'm a people pleaser, but it's like then the people who really will make a change won't get what they need from me. And that would be a disservice because the other people aren't going to make a change. Like I said about Brendan Bouchard. So question, if you could leave behind one piece of advice or wisdom for your family, for your followers, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Of course, the first thing is like, I'm picturing my, my boys right now. It's kind of cliche, but I... Like sometimes I'll like talk when something like crazy, like the real I said, and sometimes I'll like pep talk to myself like out loud and then I'll turn it into like a podcast episode because I'm like, okay, how? And the thing that just popped into my head if I'm going to spout off is like march to the beat of your own drum. If you do that, like you said, with your personality, with the things that you've either been blessed with or that you've accumulated through your own sweat and tears, Like that's what makes you unique. And when I look at each of my boys or any one of my followers, it's like, that's why I like to ask, like, what's your story? Like, tell me your story. Because once I know your story, I'll understand your motivation. Once I understand your motivation, then, you know, you can figure out. But like, I can't tell you at the end of the day, what is right for you. I can't tell my kids what's right for them. I also can't tell my followers what is right for them. I can show them like what, what I do, like what my uniqueness is. And through showing that and sharing that authentically, like you said, which I still have to work on every single day and I get scared of myself and I dim my own light for sure. But like the more I kind of step into like who I am and that uniqueness and I'd hope for my kids or any one of my followers, like that's when you can actually like figure out your your recipe. And even if it's the same thing, like I said, as anybody else beside you, it's always going to be like your own message. And that I think is what the mark we want to leave on the world at the end of the day. I think that's beautiful. And I love that the way that it popped into your head was about your boys, because again, you as a mom bring so much of what makes you inspiring to people. And when you were talking, it reminded me I was at a holiday party last weekend. We were collecting gifts for foster children. 
And someone asked me a, a simple question, but like, why I try so hard to encourage and inspire people. And something you said was very similar is I want my boys to get their confidence from knowing it comes from who they are and what they can do. And I want them to see the example in me and my husband. I don't want to tell them to be confident because they should be. I want to be confident and I want them to see who I am and what I'm creating so that they grow up and are that from seeing it firsthand that they know what love is because they see it and feel it from us, that they know what confidence is, they see it in us, and that they are their own person and so driven because of what they live with and see in us as parents. Absolutely. And I think as moms, we tend to, I think maybe that's totally the state that I'm in right now is Sometimes we want to, you know, for me, I want to help everybody. And the beautiful thing about being a mom, because I have like the stay-at-home moms too, being like, well, what can I do? It's like you are doing it. You have the most, I'm like going to get all teary. I'd like the most important people you could ever ask for wanting to learn from you. Don't forget that getting lost in trying to help, you know, that, and it can be a balance. They can see you. And maybe, you know, my lesson right now is you have everything that you want. I love it. So thank you for being on today. Thank you for having me. It is such an honor and a pleasure to get to speak with you and just even at this little level, like dive into everything. Totally. I'm so glad we got to connect and it definitely reinvigorates me because I'm like, Sometimes you feel like the only one, right? Yes. I acknowledge you and I am so grateful for you because if nothing else, like being able to follow someone like you at your level and just send a message and actually connect with you. And then that brings us here to this, like is such a cool little circle of events that really for me shows me that one, you're a real person, you know, behind all the reels and the photos and the family stuff, like, but you're so real and I think that's why I'm drawn to you is that's what I feel. And that's kind of what inspires me is I know that and having this conversation really just brought that full circle and to light and all the women like me who you are attracting is important than anything else. I look forward to, you know, coming back on and sharing like, yeah, so the progress since we last talked is and knowing kind of where it started. Absolutely. That would be wonderful. I appreciate your time, Melissa. Absolutely amazing. I hope you enjoyed Melissa and I's conversation. I got a kick out of talking to her. Sometimes I've had people say, can I pay you to give me advice on, you know, my social media or, you know, this or that. And at times it's very humbling because I'm like, me? You want me to give my my advice, my input? And I know on my Instagram page, if you follow me on Instagram, like I'm regularly putting out more uh, motivational, inspiring, at times, sometimes advice. But the weird part about it is that I feel like I'm usually talking to myself. And I feel like if you want to inspire others, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and pep talk the heck out of yourself. I'm just grateful that Melissa reminded me that 
what I'm doing to live my life and share that with others, that it has even touched one person. And if the way that you're living is touching just one person, whether that's, you know, someone on social media or, hey, the kids that are looking at you every single day, like you're winning, you're winning at life. My gosh, I just love talking to her. She has an energy for life. She wants great things out of life. And I think most importantly, it's that reminder to both of us as high achievers that we have everything in the palm of your hands. If you're someone that lives that inspired life, it is so probable that you have already created wonderful things around you. And again, as those achievers in us, we have to slow down and stop and be like, whoa, look at everything around us that we've created. I'm excited to follow up with Melissa. She was a joy to talk to. I hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. And more than anything, I hope you remember that sometimes you just have to switch out the playbook. Until next time on the At Home Startup Podcast. (laughs) 